that we should take the time Express what's in our hearts and mind I know we have many things to say We shouldn't waste another day Why don't we give love a chance Bring back into our romance The things we hold so close, my dear Understanding closeness fears Life is now a different scene The lady's only 17 Some people think that she's too young They say her life has just begun No reason to work insecure Her mind and body all so pure I'd love to share my life with her Seemingly I love you too Life is so many changes I've seen don't you know Thank you. 
wow, I didn't realize that Mike was so up high. I, I like made sure to get my guests mic ready, and then I looked up, and my mic was about ten <laughs> feet high. Uh, hoo That was the most physical activity I've had in about a month. He is sweating like a beast right now. A sexy beast after that song. Incredibly sexy. Incredibly sexy. You I'm got, sweating now, too. You got some good uh, sexy radio voice there, Nate. Well, what can I say? <laughs> <laughs> it's your years of watching WKRP? Uh, no. It's just a natural gift. <laughs> <laughs> My guest this week, Mr. Nate Bomber. Nathan Bomber, do you prefer Nate or Nathan? Uh, I go by both. It kind of depends on when... Uh, somebody has met me in my life, I guess, that uh, I go by one or the other. But I've met you recently. Uh, so it's more of a Nate. Okay. It's Nate now. It used to be Nathan. The old me. So, like, family members call you Nathan? Yeah. And old friends. Old friends. Real friends. Real. <laughs> the people I care about the most, I let call me Nathan. Just to let folks know, you're listening to CITR. Here in Vancouver, 101.9 FM. Listen online, www.citr.ca. Um, we were just listening to... What were we listening to? What was that sexy music, Nate? Uh, that was uh, Don Blackman. Do I need to go into more detail? Yeah, what's the name of the song? Uh, holding You, Loving You. That was the sexy song, Nate. Yeah. We're trying to make some babies here in Vancouver. <laughs> Now, uh, having Nate here, uh, I, I'm really excited because Nate is all the way from um, the wilds of Brooklyn. Yes, indeed. Represent, uh, represent. Buck, Paula. Buck, buck. <laughs> Wu-Tang. i got to stop with the Wu-Tang. Um, and so Nate is here uh, visiting family while in Seattle, and you've come up all the way to Vancouver just to come on this show. This is the only reason for me to live. Wow. <laughs> I feel the pressure now. <laughs> oh, and Nate is also doing a signing at Lucky's Comics tomorrow from 7 o'clock to 9 o'clock. Uh, Lucky's between 23rd and 24th. The address is escaping me right now. I should have it memorized. I don't. What's wrong with me? I don't know. My mom baked cookies, though. If you guys come out, you can have chocolate chip cookies made by my mom. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Your family's pretty excited about uh, your, your comicking ways? Uh, yeah. Yeah, they've been uh, pretty pumped up about it. And, uh, you know, obviously making comics, shaking hands, and uh, um, I think freaking out a couple people at uh, various conventions with their enthusiasm. But, uh it's a positive thing. It's very positive. Have have family members met fans? Um, I don't know if they've met fans. Um, they've they've met uh, colleagues and cohorts, um, and uh, shown their enthusiasm to them in in various ways. But um, I don't know that they've gotten the real fan experience yet. I want to know what this enthusiasm is, though. You you're you're subtly. <laughs> I want to know, like, what, what's something crazy that someone's done. Um, or is it just no my dance um, routines or something? I don't know. Well, I mean, there were the dance routines, but those were you know more precious moments than than uh, scary moments. But uh, I, I suppose I'm tiptoeing around it because I know my mom's probably out there listening, and so uh, I don't want to embarrass her in front of a, a larger audience. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, why don't I uh, move us on then to your actual work, your new book uh, from the wonderful Koyama Press? 
uh, Eat More Bikes uh, collection of new work um, specifically for this. Uh, you're also very, 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 very prolific every day on the internets and the tumblers and the blog spots. Uh, yes. com. Yes. And eatmorebikes.blogspot.com. Yes. Or .ca for you Canada folks. There we go. But you're not Canadian. No, I am not. Now, Eat More Bikes, uh, I have a question from uh, one of our friends uh, about the name. Have you uh, had an Eat More bar? I have never had an Eat More bar, um, but I have seen pictures of and heard tales of an Eat More bar, um, and I'm hoping that while I'm here in Vancouver that I will eat one or possibly a box full of Eat More bars. Do you have any special plans in Vancouver? Is there anything you want to see? Um, well, I mean, when I was uh, uh, growing up in Seattle, we used to come up here all the time as a, a kid, so I don't know that there's a ton that I haven't seen up here. And, um, you know, I uh, uh, partook in the uh, the young drinking age at the appropriate time and did all that, and I think that's those are the main sites in, in Vancouver, from the what bars. I understand, is the... The bars with the younger drinking age, so... By younger, he means 19. Yeah, young... (laughs) (laughs) Two years. Two years of of younger drinking. It always blew my mind going to the States for a show, and it's like, oh, I can't go, but I'm 20. (laughs) (laughs) It's because we're oppressive down there. We're Mm -hmm. ageist. Ageist. There we go. Yeah, it's not right. It's not right. (laughs) Now, how long have you been doing uh, your strip? Um, It's in the current format that it's in in the uh, four panel format it's probably been about a year um but i've been going daily for about two years now um since october 2010 i believe um and i think in that time span i've maybe missed a couple weeks worth of days um just for various you know like emergencies and other circumstances and stuff so um but yeah We'll forgive that. <laughs> now, you went to uh, SVA in New York, if yes. I remember right. Um, for grad school. For grad school. Okay, where'd you go for your uh, bachelor's? Uh, Kansas City Art Institute. Wow. Yeah. You you travel. Yeah, I've been slowly working my way across the United States from Seattle to Kansas City to Brooklyn. So after doing this considerable amount of school, did you originally want to do comics? Was this something that was always... Um. I think it was one of those things that I, you know, I I knew I wanted to do, but I guess I didn't know it yet, um, that I had always been drawing and, uh, you know, doing doodles. And uh, at some point, uh, one of my art teachers in high school said, well, uh, you've got all these funny cartoons and characters doing these things, but none of them are saying anything. Like, what would these characters say? And so then at that point, uh, I started making, you know, doing funny drawings and having them do different things and saying different things. And so I think that was kind of, a, uh, in a weird way, like one panel gag strip or kind of beginning of starting to put jokes down onto paper. Um, but I went to school for printmaking. So while I was there, um, I was learning more printmaking techniques and was still drawing and trying to inject humor into my work. But I don't think it was until I got to grad school 
and was surrounded by some other people uh, that were doing comics that I really started to get more interested and more serious about doing it for myself. So when you went to uh, SVA in New York, was it specifically for comics or was it just generally visual arts? Um, it was the illustration is visual essay uh, program, <laughs> which is kind of a... Can I just say that sounds a tad pretentious? <laughs> oh, no, it sounds pretentious as well. <laughs> and you're kind of embarrassed to tell people that. Um, but it's... Uh, uh, it. It, it basically the the whole idea was that it was you could um, it, it was supposed to be visual storytelling so that you could be doing illustration you could be doing gallery work you could be doing comics or whatever that it all fell under one general heading um, but I think I went because I needed some direction and um, uh, uh, you know, just didn't know the next step and was having trouble pushing myself and figuring stuff out. And so it gave me a, a, a good opportunity to sit down for a couple of years and really get my head in the right space. So did you come out of it as the uh, master of the visual essay? <laughs> or I guess a master of the visual essay? Um, well, I guess it's up to other people to decide. <laughs> I don't know how much uh, four-panel fart jokes really qualify as <laughs> a mastery of the visual essay form, but uh, there's uh, something there, I guess. <laughs> I, I think there's something there. Now, you had, if I remember right, some pretty interesting um like cartoonists that you learned under at that point at at SVA. Yeah, um, uh, David Sandlin was one of the teachers in the program, um, and so we worked with him uh, directly. and And he was very good at, at kind of giving direction. He was the most, um, uh, I guess, comics literate in a way that um, he uh, he was kind of the guy that if anybody was working in comics that was the the teacher that you talked to um and then for my senior year uh, i worked with mark newgarden um and he was my thesis advisor um and i sat in on on one of his classes that he was teaching at sva um about uh, uh basically about humor and um writing humor and um uh how to convey humor you know in, in, in a visual way and um i also interned with uh scott campbell of uh, Double Fine Studios and uh, now uh, Great Showdown's fame. Mm -hmm. um, He's doing quite well right now. Yes, blowing up crazy. Congrats, Scott. Yeah, way to go, Scott. Couldn't happen to a nicer guy. This is true. This is true. Scott is an incredibly nice person. He's very nice. Yeah. Learning under Newgard, I'm really curious. Um, were you familiar with his work beforehand? Uh, yeah. He... Um, uh, uh, the the way that the mentorship program or the you know thesis advisor program works at SVA is that uh, you get to choose your advisor that you um, you have to contact them yourself and then they'll pay them a, a small stipend so that it's not necessarily a favor to you so that they see it as more of a, a serious thing that mm. they should commit to um, and so while I was in Kansas City um, I had discovered some of Mark's. Uh, uh, stuff that he had done for Raw and his book We All Die Alone uh, had come out um, so I had picked that book up and just poured over it endlessly and um, uh, you know loved his sense of humor and everything and uh, when I eventually got to SVA 
that was one of the books that I was still pulling off the shelves and um, seemed, you know, was just a, a guy I wanted to work with. So I ended he, up. Oh, go ahead. No, he's really interesting because, I mean, he's such like a dissection of humor in yeah. a way when you look at his stuff. Like, it's just like, it's this weird, like, one panel gag strip with like, 50 lines oh, yeah. of dialogue yeah. <laughs> it's like the image is funny in itself and then there's this like this crazy thing underneath yeah yeah he um he's amazing to work with i mean he's a, a real historian and kind of um uh, uh you know a, a lover of the form and so that it's he's just got this encyclopedia brain that uh, anything that you bring he's like oh yeah you know this is this and like oh that came from this and here's 10 examples of it that i can show you oh and here's the original of this that i've just got sitting in the drawer over here and like um i mean his his place is a, a library that i mean even just hanging out with him in in his studio and at his home is just a a, a mind-melting experience it's, does he live in like an old funeral home or something yes an old funeral home <laughs> But it it doesn't have that. So there's not like you know old drawers of cadavers or anything lying oh. around. <laughs> it was a disappointment to me as well. I was hoping he had like Ernie Bush Miller's body in there or something, but <laughs> probably not. <laughs> <laughs> Your not secret be... is leaked. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Mark. I didn't mean to wretch you out. <laughs> now, one of the things that Mark is. Um, kind of almost more known for lately than his comics is kind of his Nancy studies, yep. the work that him and Paul Karasik have been doing. Um, and had you been that familiar with just the kind of nuances of Ernie Bushmiller's Nancy? Um, I had read their uh, short uh, uh, essay on it. Um, but no, I don't... I don't think I knew it as in depth or kind of really had studied it as, as hard as they had. And even after reading that, working with them, um, that, uh, after I got out of school, I ended up helping him with their expanded version of that essay, um, that they're working on right now. And, um, and so that involved, um, uh, scanning originals and, uh, uh, just helping out with a ton of the the strips and everything and, and and getting everything together so i got to know ernie bushmiller's art and everything pretty intimately <laughs> over the course of a year or so um of, of helping them do some cleanup of uh of these old strips that were um just in bad shape and um uh really studying kind of the pacing and the timing and um seeing how he laid out panels and everything and um I'm definitely nowhere near that, <laughs> but um, I think um, I think studying some of that stuff while I was there, I think has definitely helped me and transferred over into to the work that I'm doing right now. I'm wondering about like yeah the ingredients that go into kind of creating the optimum. I didn't want to say perfect, <laughs> so, so, you know, but the optimum for panel gag strip, like. Right. And so, so is it like kind of a way of your timing that you kind of continuously go with? Um, you mean like why why is the the uh, four panel strip so good for joke time? For, yeah, uh, and, and like how do you make that work for yourself? Um, I I like it because it you can get like a real 
joke telling uh, a rhythm with it and you can play around with it that I think three three panels is too short um, because if you want to put a breath panel in there uh, a third of your comics already gone um, and so that it's basically like if you want to have a, a breath the first panel can be the setup um, a pause and then the punchline and it just doesn't have that same kind of feel and, and, and timing to it that I guess um, uh, uh, you can get more so with a, a four panel comic and so um, you know listening to comedians and, and joke telling on TV or what have you um, you know a lot of it is about where you put the pause and the break and um, you know sometimes it'll be early in the joke or late in the joke and so uh, I think the four panels kind of allows you to put that break or just blow through it you know whatever it it opens you up to a lot of different options. I think it's time for a song. What do you think? I'm okay with that. Let's play a song. What do you got for us next? Uh, I have DJ Rogers' Bailout. All right. We'll be right back. Inkstead, CITR 101.9 FM. Reminder, I've been talking to Nate Bomber, and Nate will be at Lucky's um, tomorrow from 7 o'clock to 9 o'clock. We'll be right back. Matter of fact, let me tell you about it. Unpaid bills, unpaid bills. I wanna bail out of all this mess.
Keeping it sexy here. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Recovering from Christmas with some sweet grooves. <laughs> <laughs> Wholesome family Christmas with sexy, dirty grooves. <sighs> oh, dearie me. Uh, <laughs> Ink Stud, CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver. It is, what time is it? 2.25 here in Vancouver, UBC. It's a, it's a great day out there. Yeah. Pretty much standard of Vancouver. And Seattle. You're used to it. I'm way used to it. <laughs> the other day uh, I was out and uh, someone was asking why I don't have an umbrella. I'm like, I'm from Vancouver. Yeah, this is a, a, a fight my fiance and I have gotten in multiple times in New York because I'm too prideful to own a, an umbrella out there. and so. But New York gets those crazy rains. Right, but I still have some Seattle pride deep down in my bones and so for whatever reason even though it's like a monsoon i'm still like no can't i got a hoodie it. yeah it's like yeah i'll just be out in my hoodie like i i didn't get a, a raincoat until this christmas when my fiance gave one to me and so that it's uh she's wearing me down a little bit <laughs> <laughs> so i i will probably have uh, an umbrella and a raincoat to wear in the new year so and you'll be sick a little less often that's true. <laughs> I remember once I was in New York and this rainstorm came down and I like I couldn't even get half a block before I was soaked everything. Oh, just yeah. soaked to the bone. Oh yeah. And uh yeah, I don't get that in Vancouver. No, that's true. I mean, uh it's definitely a different type of rain, but I still treat it as though it's Seattle rain. Now, if folks want to call in and ask Nate questions, or ask me questions, except I don't really have anything interesting to say. I'm like the worst interviewee. Uh, <laughs> you can call us here at 604-822-2487. Um, just so you know, it's a pretty uh, minimal thing here. It's uh, me and Nate in the station. No one else is here. So what's going to happen is you're going to call, and if it's not during a song break, we're just bringing you right on. So uh, don't be shocked. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, don't say anything too filthy, although we are in Canada. So you're allowed a little bit of filthy. So maybe listener discretion be advised. I don't know. <laughs> it is a sexy show today. This is a sexy show. It is a sexy show. Now, uh, reminder, folks, Nate will be signing at Lucky's tomorrow at 7 o'clock, 10 o'clock, and then Sunday at Fanographics in Seattle um, from 2 o'clock to 4 p.m. in a Fanographics store down in the lovely Georgetown District. Have you been in their store? I have. I have been in there, and it is lovely. I love their bargain room. Yes. Yes. I will not argue with that, but I'm also like a filthy bargain bin digger um, that uh, uh, Tucker Stone at um, Bergen Street makes fun of me relentlessly for all the crap that I pull out of their bargain bin, and um, basically on a weekly basis, I just get their toilet paper <laughs> 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 that they don't want anymore. <laughs> 
And the thing is, if it's Tucker, he's judging you. Oh, stores, no, stores won't. Most stores will be okay about it. Tucker, he probably will judge you. He'll be probably be like, "That is a terrible comic you're buying, Nate. What is wrong with you?" Oh yeah, no, he definitely has. <laughs> now it looks like we got someone calling in, so we're gonna bring you on. Oh, oh. All right, you're on Ink Studs. Hello, who's calling? Hi, this is Jen Vaughn. Oh, hello, Jen Vaughn. America. <laughs> <laughs> hello, Jen. Hey, Nate, how's it going? Pretty good, how are you? Oh, very good. Uh, Let's catch up and have small talk. We're looking forward to seeing you in Seattle on Sunday. <laughs> I'm very much looking forward to being there. <laughs> plug, plug, plug. Um, I yeah. have a question, though, uh, about how you met Annie Kuyama, or how you met her the first time, because she is such a wonderful, giving, generous woman. Uh, and I guess how, you know, if there was any production stuff, or if Ed at Kuyama Press uh, worked on your book and then third part have you ever considered doing some sort of interactive adventure comic for uh, kids in your neighborhood so I think your art lends to that sort of uh, frivolity hmm all good questions um let's see I uh I met Annie at a couple uh conventions like I, I gave her a couple of my my books and stuff but uh, I think at that point I was just kind of uh, another one of those kids handing her stuff, um, and uh, uh, so it, it didn't seem like I got much response there. But then uh, at some point, Dustin uh, Harbin and uh, uh, John Martz, I believe, and a, a couple of those other guys started to tweet about my comics and uh, all this stuff, and so Annie ended up contacting me through Twitter. Uh, and asking if I was going to be at TCAF, uh, uh, tabling at all, and I, I wasn't. So she asked me if if I wanted to table with her, uh, and obviously I did uh -huh. because I love her comments. <laughs> uh, and then we kind of ended up taking it from there, you know, that she said, come on up and um, let me know what you want, uh, uh, or not what you want. <laughs> Uh, but <laughs> she, uh, she asked me if I was, you know, working on anything or if um, uh, I wanted to propose anything to her, and so I did, and we took it from there. Um, Beautiful. Yeah, it was uh, it was incredible. Um, just basking in Annie's glory is always great. Did you send a Dustin and John little thank you notes? Um. Oh, you should. I think, well, <laughs> <laughs> or just awkward hugs. <laughs> uh, there's been more On than elevators? that exchanged at, uh, <laughs> at various conventions. Um, I sent uh, John uh, a thank you email, I think, after he posted some of my comics on Drawn. Um, and Dustin, I think, got some uh, tweet replies. <laughs> <laughs> Just for the record, Twitter is not a good way to thank someone for something if you want to be sincere. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Dustin and I are good buddies now, so something happened. There was there was magic sent through those tweets. <laughs> Absolutely, 140 characters of love. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me see. I'm trying to remember. The second question was, what production did she do oh. on the book? Or uh, I only care about the last one now. <laughs> <laughs> the last quite the, the third one. The interactive oh. sort of. Um, yeah, for all ages, nothing for kids. Um, strictly. 
You know, I I hadn't thought about it, but it is an amazing idea. Um, I don't know. I like. Uh, I definitely like experimenting and um, or you know trying to do different things with my work. So um, I think it would be something I'd definitely be into or up for. Um, yeah, I, um, certain parts of Brooklyn and many other towns seem sort of perfect for that thing. I've always wondered if other people would consider doing it. You know, just to get a couple small businesses to agree to like you know hold a couple pages of your comic or whatever mystery clue they're supposed to have for the next part of it <laughs> <laughs> bergen street like blues, yeah. like blues clues but you know blues body is scattered across your neighborhood <laughs> i i can't remember that show very well so <laughs> no i think that's what it was i think it was you had to find all the pieces of the dog by the end of the show <laughs> we, we can't identify blue yet. We don't have our dentals. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much. Uh, and I will see you at the Fanographic store. See on you Sunday, Jen. <laughs> From 2 o'clock to 4 yeah. o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. 2 o'clock. Yeah. Will you be bringing some of your mom's baked goods then? Yes. There, there will be baked goods there as well. Oh, beautiful. beautiful. Will they be All fresh right, for well, that one? Uh, <laughs> or it's the same batch of baked goods. It's gonna be. It's gonna <laughs> be all the. Robin didn't eat. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be uh, all the ones that people touched up here. So, uh, <laughs> so just know. Uh, Vancouver's very clean to me. So. Well, Vancouver, For sure, but Robin, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely not that bolt bus he took. So. <laughs> 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 all right, thank you. Thanks, Jen. Thank you. <laughs> Bye. 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 Um, always wonderful to hear from Jen. Jen is a uh, great supporter of the Ink Studs, and uh, always happy to have her pop by. <laughs> um, now I have some other uh, Twitter questions, and I'm going to grab one of those uh, from uh, Lucky's. I think had a question. Um, what's the funniest animal? The funniest animal? Um, my family would kill me if I didn't say chicken. Um, that it is just a, a, a running joke within my family that chickens are just flat out funny. That you've got rubber chickens, chicken jokes, the whole nine. So chickens are just going to be funny. I like chickens. I can go with that one. <laughs> and the other part to that, if I can find luck, is uh, what's the funniest plant? Oh, that one's harder um, because there are some very penis-like cactuses that grow in the desert, and those are always good for a giggle. Um, So can I do that? Can I go with penis cacti? Penis cacti. I I think, uh, can we accept that? I think we can accept that. All right. All right. Now, I'm going to, I wanted to try something uh, a little uh, unorthodox for me. I was thinking about the uh, actor studio, and uh, um, Maybe I'm like the comic version. I'm this weird, sycophantic guy that asks the same questions all the time. And your goatee, like James Lipton's, is coming in really nice. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he has the uh, his ten questions. Uh, let's we'll go with the first. Uh, what is your favorite word? Um, probably right now, but as in double T, but. Um, I feel like I say but a lot. I put but in a lot of comics, and um, but probably shows up on Twitter a lot. So um, I wish it was something more sophisticated, but if I'm honest with myself, it's but. (laughs) That one. Uh, What is your least favorite word? 
Um, I would probably get in trouble for saying it on on the radio um, because it is mean. There we go. <laughs> He's a polite boy. Uh, this one's a little awkward. What turns you on? Um, a, a nice, sexy walk on the beach with sexy music and interviews with Robin. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lonely walk on the beach. Uh, <laughs> what turns but you I'm off? But I'm so turned on right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what turns you off? Um, boy, um, uh, uh, I don't know. I guess there's all sorts of like probably if someone started sticking me with like a hot poker, that would probably really turn me off. Um people pulling my hair out, that's a major turn off. Um <laughs> mafia breaking my fingers, probably also a major turn off. Although I guess depending on if how they broke the fingers, that could be a sexy turn off. What if on. it was like Polly Walnuts from the Sopranos? Um, you know what? I've never watched the Sopranos. Oh my god. I know. So how are we friends? <laughs> we aren't anymore. Friends. We're not anymore. Uh, what sound do you hate? What sound do I hate? Um, man, I'm a I'm a peaceful, love everything kind of guy. But um, I guess living in New York, you'd have to say that car horns. Car horns are the absolute worst um, because you never don't hear them they're just a, a constant part of your life and they're just the absolute worst what sound do you love <clears throat> um boy um sexy grooves i love the sound <laughs> of sexy grooves uh what is your favorite curse word um shit probably because it comes out of butts um so <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's only logical. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go with that. Uh, what profession other than yours would you like to attempt? Um, for a long time, uh, I thought I wanted to be like a jet pilot, like, um, like Blue Angels stunt pilot, twirl around in the air, like all that good stuff. But, um, my my poor vision and glasses have prevented me from doing that. Oh, also astronaut. Astronaut, I thought, would be a fun one. Space has always intrigued me, um, but I think that is no longer an occupation. So, <laughs> But you could do your own Blue Angels. How can I do my own Blue Angels? It's when you light your farts. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Oh, sorry. If if butts and shit can be a part of this, then fart Blue lighting angels. certainly can. Uh, what profession would you not like to do? Um, I don't know. I mean, I've I've been a an event security guard. I've done valet car parking for a casino in Missouri. Um, it's all they're all interesting experiences. I mean, I guess there's probably like. A guy that has to swim and poo at the um, sanitation factories, and maybe that one's not so great. But <laughs> but I feel like I feel like most occupations, like you could get something interesting out of it. Uh, if heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? Oh, 
Wow. You don't have to believe in the pearly gates or the God thing. Don't worry. That sounds like a sex act. Uh, <laughs> what if God gave you a pearly gates? Um, <laughs> well, maybe that's what I don't want to hear. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to heaven. You're getting a pearly gate. You're getting a pearly gates. Um, boy. Um, I guess what? All, most artists want validation, so... Probably am going to be like, you know what? It was totally worth it for you to make all those comics. Like, good on you. Good job. And then a high five. And then a high five. <laughs> Maybe a pat on the butt. The good, like, sports, you know, pat on the butt to let me know that I, I did okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, Ronnie folks have been talking to Nate Bomber. Uh, his new book is Eat More Bikes, as well as his blog and his Tumblr. Um, Eat More Bikes uh, just came out a while ago for Brooklyn Comic Fest. Uh, now, from what I gather, you did this over the course of a month, this uh, comic? Yeah, a couple months. A couple uh, months? Yeah, that basically the writing, the drawing, uh, scanning it in, cleaning it up, taking out some comics and putting in new ones took me about two months of solid work. That's pretty good. Yeah. You're uh, you're fast with the drawing. Yeah, I try to be. <laughs> <laughs> Um, cause yeah, that's, um, and that was all, you know, over the course of doing the daily and, um, working a real job as well. So, um, uh, it was, a it was an interesting two month period <laughs> to say the <laughs> least. Now I know, um, when Annie does a book, she wants all new materials. So we had all new material for this. Did she have any specifications around doing a uh, longer form work? Cause normally... As you said, it's four panel gags, but this isn't four panel gags. Um, no, she she didn't necessarily say anything about doing longer form work. Um, she gave me a, a page size that she said, you know, most of my floppy comics are going to be this size. This is the size that I like. Um, you know, let me know what you want to do with it. Um, uh, but I I guess I saw it as an opportunity for myself to do something more than the four-panel stuff, that I didn't want to be pigeonholed or kind of only be the four-panel guy. Um, and really, when I'm, I'm writing comics, uh, I've got a huge list of notes on my phone uh, that I'll just write down stuff as it comes to me. Uh, and some of the jokes just don't work as a four-panel thing, that the timing's not right, that the setup would take too long. Um, and so I kind of stash those away that if I'm ever working on something longer for this book or an anthology or whatever, then I've got that stuff there to work with. Um, but I think it was just, it was a good opportunity for me to kind of break out of only doing four panel stuff and, um, uh, uh, trying to show that I could do something else. Do you have an interest to do more or longer form work after Um, kind of getting some out like this? Uh, yeah. I mean, I think I'd like to do, um, more issues of this. Uh, and before I got settled in with the, the four panel stuff, I was doing some longer narrative comics where it was, uh, you know, like a a 16 page story with more storytelling and stuff in it with jokes interlaced. Um, but I think that kind of fell by the wayside as I started to fall in love with the, the four panel format and you know the restrictions that that gave me and whatever i don't know that um like i said it it is kind of a a weird love affair (laughs) (laughs) 
Now, I first came over of your work from uh, Tucker Stone's column in the Comics Journal. Um, what's it called? Uh, Comics of the Week. Of the Week, yes. W-E-A-K. Uh, and Tucker's... Huh? Jokes, puns. Jokes, puns. Um, Tucker's been pretty supportive of your work as well, from what I understand. He's been a... Yeah, very much so. A good man. A very good man. A good a good hearty man. <laughs> Tell me about that, though, having that in the comics journal, uh, getting your strips in there. What's that been like for you? Um, that's been great. I mean, it's been really invaluable. Um, that uh, I, I think that you're not alone in, um, in that being the way that people have come across my work, that um, uh, I've heard from a lot of people, um, people whose, whose work I really respect and love, um, also said that that's where they first came across it, um, and that it's, um, uh, since most of my stuff is on Tumblr and Blogspot and stuff, that's a, a specific audience and doesn't necessarily have a ton of overlap with uh, comics professionals and some of those people, and so um, uh, the comics journal stuff has been able to introduce it to a, a whole different audience, which has been great. Now, Tumblr is something I'm really curious about right now. I just had uh, Simon Hanselman on, um, I think I'm going to be airing that interview next week. You can also listen to it at www.ingstuds.org um, <laughs> who, who's really active with Tumblr. I mean, that's where he has his comics, is on Tumblr. And I'm wondering how that's been for you as an experience um, and kind of any thoughts on um, how Tumblr works for an artist using that as your kind of I don't want to say medium, but um, vehicle. I mean, it's, um, I mean, it's interesting because it's, I guess I, I don't, since I'm giving away all my work right now at this point, essentially, that it's, I don't know, um, I, <laughs> 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 I have to put a lot of thought in this, that it's, um, I, I enjoy it because it, it's a, an immediate response, um, but it's not necessarily an immediate response you care about, that, um, uh, that you, that it's great to see people respond to stuff uh, and see people, you know, like reblog things and see what people are responding to in different ways. Um, but at the same time, it's not something that you can particularly dwell on, and you know, you can't chase notes or whatever. Um, and so it's been great. It's been totally invaluable for uh, uh, getting some of my work out there and um, uh, uh, seeing it pop up in different places and you know i i know that there's definitely a few people that have uh i've gotten work from various people that have discovered my comics through tumblr um but it's kind of unclear to me at this point how um how it's how that what's that that's going to translate to down the road that um uh i don't know it's i'm still figuring it out as i go that it's a, a a big mysterious thing. <laughs> <laughs> Do you get much involved in community of Tumblr of making sure like you're reblogging other people's stuff or whatever? Um, or do you just kind of bleh, there it is? I I follow uh, zero other people's Tumblrs, um, which I have a, a slight guilty conscience about because it's like I know uh, a lot of my buddies are on there, um, but. I know that I'm the type that I get easily distracted um, by that kind of stuff, and so um, 
if I just constantly had a feed of all my friends' artwork and stuff that they were looking at coming to me that I would just get nothing done. Um, so that I'll, I'll tweet about friends' work and stuff that friends are doing, but I guess in the, um, the Tumblr community, I'm not doing as much of that kind of thing. Um, it'll come up every once in a while, but um, probably not as much as I should. And I don't have the uh, uh, those anonymous question things that a, a lot of a lot of other people have. Yeah. Um, uh, maybe because I'm a little bit scared. <laughs> <laughs> hey, people could have called in today. <laughs> Bueller. <laughs> Yeah, I know I'm waiting for that light to start flashing. <laughs> uh, I do have another question from uh, Joseph Lambert, or as uh, we have now given him a new name. What was that again? Uh, Joey Lambs. Joey Lambs. Joey Lambs, a.k.a. Joseph Lambert. I like Joey Lambs. <laughs> uh, Joey Lambs. And Joe does not <laughs> like no. that name. He is going to hit me next time I see him. <laughs> uh, hey, Nathan, can you talk about all those songs you post in your blog and how they relate to your comics slash inspiration? Um, what Joey Lambs is referring to, uh, is my Soulful Sunday feature, um, which is where I'll do a comic and post a, a an old soul song, uh, to go along with it. And usually it relates, uh, to part of the joke or, um, uh, the title or something that it, uh, I, I try to make some connection in there, uh, uh, either between like a line that's in the comic and a line that's in the song or what have you. Um, and so basically outside of comics, one of my like real passions and love is, um, uh, soul music and, uh, collecting old 45s and records and everything. And so, um, uh, I think for a long time that that's just what I, the type of music that I listen to when I work, uh, and well that in nineties hip hop, but like a lot of nineties <laughs> hip hop is just like sampled soul Old, songs so yeah. that it's um i always love uh the dr dre sample from uh i want to do something freaky to you for uh, uh, good old leon haywood yeah <laughs> it's an amazing song yeah actually yeah um but it's uh so i think it was just kind of a natural connection for me and that um i felt like i had this outlet also to expose other people to this music and that uh uh, especially on Tumblr, where it's a lot of the the tumbling public is like teenage kids and stuff. That um, I don't. This probably makes it sound like I'm like putting myself <laughs> off of this like weird savior, you know, like something that like ah, these dumb kids don't know any better, <laughs> you know. But like, uh, uh, but I just felt like it was this kind of. Um, I love this music, and I think other people should too and so um just throw it out there in the same way that i'm throwing the comics out there that um here's something i love making here's something i love listening to um and so some of it will be stuff that i have on 45 um and so it it goes both ways sometimes i'll listen to a song and make the comic uh, and then sometimes i'll make a comic and then um choose the song that best fits it um, but it's, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. Soul music's so good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, while you queue up our next song, I'm going to remind folks that I am talking to Nate Bomber. He is going to be appearing at Lucky's tomorrow. That's Friday from seven o'clock to nine o'clock. Uh, there will be chocolate chip cookies. 
baked by my mom baked by his mom i will be eating some uh, i hope to see you then as well on sunday nate will be at fanographics at the fanographic store from two o'clock to four o'clock um you get to meet literary reed oh yes and he's uh he's a man of mystery not of many <laughs> stories i like larry you'll uh you'll like him too <laughs> is there anything uh we have to look forward from you in the future anything you can talk about um there's a few things in the hopper but um you know there's uh i think every most things right now are in the uh the idea phase and uh, i'd like to there's a lot of things i'd like to get done this year but nothing that's concrete enough that i can really make any announcements about at this point dude you got four days left <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Um, thank you so much, Nate. It's been great talking to you. Oh, uh, he doesn't mind Joey Lambs, but only from you too. There we go. Thank All you, right. Joe. Thank you, Joey Lambs. <laughs> thank we you, love you. Uh, thank you so much, Nate, uh, for coming all the way here to yes, Vancouver. Of course, I love it. And coming to the station. It's very quiet here today. Um, it's kind of nice. I like to put on the the soft lights and. <laughs> Hey, let's put on the soft music, and I think uh, we'll ride off to the sunset together, Nate. Alrighty. What do you got to ride us off to the sunset with? Uh, I've got a little bit of Clarence Reed, uh, better now known as Blowfly. Um, oh, yeah. But this was back in his Clarence Reed days, and uh, this is Winter Man. Nice. I remember Blowfly. I saw him live. It was something. Thanks, Nate. Thank you. That cold wind blowing Through the limbs and the trees And as I stare out of my window I can see the falling of the leaves Hello, old man winter I've been kind of expecting you I have my woman here beside me So there's no harm you can do I feel sorry for the people you catch alone With no love to call their own Cause only love can keep them out of your hands You mean oh, you mean oh when a man You cold, cold, cold Sweet love When you make things cold Her loving like fire That heats up my soul Her arms are like a blanket That keeps
but they don't 